0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: Sinead Ryan, host of The Home Show, is with us this Monday afternoon to take us through some of the uh, genuine... Black Friday deals <laughs> that are that are out there at the moment. We are going to talk about that in a few moments but if you have a question for Sinead around uh, Good Friday uh, getting... Black Friday. Black, what did I call a Good, Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: not quite there yet. Let's get through Christmas well, first, it, could be, it could
2: It could be a Good Friday I suppose <laughs> if you get a genuine deal. Yes, if you have a question about Black Friday send it in to us 53106. Before we do that though Pat is on the line from County Clare. Pat, you got in touch with us um, with an issue that you're having around travel insurance. Just explain the
0: the problem right yeah um no i took out uh travel insurance in 2018 well i expect i did I, to be honest with you i'm not sure exactly what has happened here right but in 2018 um i i seem to have paid for travel insurance right uh with aa travel and i after that i i, I honestly don't know what has happened um no, I, I'm assuming I, I, it was my last uh, holiday in 2018, right before the COVID period, mm. and I, I obviously needed copper or whatever. This is all I'm assuming. Look, at, I haven't gone back through it because I'm not great to navigate, um, to navigate emails and okay. stuff like that, and I'm I'm just I'm, uh, I rang this company up because I, I've seen what's been happening in my account, and I've been absolutely flabbergasted as, as a result. Uh, because they have they have taken uh, 106 or 7 out of my account in 2018. In 2019, they have taken 139.08 out of my account. In 2020, they have helped themselves to 164.52 out of my account. Okay. In 2021, they have helped themselves to 239.95. In 2022, they have taken 384.22. And I certainly would not have. Uh, given anyone the entitlement the life and money out of my account.
2: Okay. That this company has done. Okay. So and is this? Yeah. So, so you're, but you're, as you said, you're not sure, Pat, if you had signed up for the the holiday insurance but, uh, and whether I suppose it's an well, uh, an auto renewal renewal thing or yeah. something like that. Sinead, Sinead Ryan is with us, Pat, here in studio. Um, yeah. Sinead, what 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 has
1: happened? Hi, Pat. How are you? Uh, and uh, good afternoon, Andrea. Yeah. So so this is auto renewal. It is the difference between this opt in and opt out. Now there has been. Uh, a lot of talk over the last number of years, EU-wise and indeed in Ireland, over whether auto renewal should be allowed, where the, how you should market it, how you should tell people and all of that. Insurance companies generally, not just travel insurance companies, health insurance companies, um, house insurance uh, providers, very often have automatic renewal terms within their contracts. But look... I I can understand, Pat, where you're coming from because when you're buying a holiday and you kind of think, right, this is the necessary evil. I need to order Mm. my insurance. It is a good idea and I've always said it to buy multi-trip annual cover. It's usually cheaper. But in so doing, you are handing over your car details and within the terms and conditions, many companies build in an uh, 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 auto-renewal line into it. Now, what that means is the terms are set as as opting in, you have to physically opt, opt out. out and the time that most people get to do that is the following year because the insurance lasts for 12 months you rock up the following year, you'll get a text and in, in this case the law is and, and it will have happened that you get an email um, during Covid most of the insurers sent out sent out a text um, because people weren't travelling mm, yeah, during I remember, Covid I to say myself. look if you want to opt out, click through this link opt out here and we won't do that again now they're not doing that anymore but but because it's opt out rather than opt in, it's it's a very passive purchase and it goes through then. Now, m- insurers must give you uh, up to 30 days notice to undo that transaction and, and indeed they do. Uh, so I think this is probably something that seems just to have fallen between the stools, Pat. It was clear you weren't or hadn't spotted it on your bank statement in previous years. Um, so, but but you would have received at some stage an email or a text or both in the case to most insurers during COVID. Now, I know you kind of mentioned you're not great in the old email and lots of people aren't. Mm. Um, So it could have bypassed. But because you might have bought it online in the first instance, that's how they
0: correspond with you now. Um,
2: Pat, have you had any luck maybe in, in, in trying to cancel it since or trying to opt out?
0: I have um, I have rang them up and I have I've I've cancelled it uh, well, I, uh, with the girl that I was speaking to. Yeah, but I mean I've got very little satisfaction from them now. What really alarms me here is it's it's the total opportunism of the whole thing, like how travel insurance can can increase from one hundred and six or seven and eighteen to hundred. This is all during the COVID period, to when there was no travel. Or eight, then away on to one hundred and sixty four fifty two to two hundred and thirty nine mm-hmm. up to three hundred eighty four well, just... it sounds it it it's really from my from my point of view i i do think i do feel that the older generation need protection from bultures like these because that's what I I I,
2: I, I do call it that Well just just on that is it the case that holiday insurance has increased generally It has
1: increased a bit now it had been very very cheap prior to Covid Uh, it was one of those things you could kind of get uh, 50 quid for a family of four for their summer holiday you know it has gone up because of a lot of the the claims that had been made during Covid now I I know that for most of us travel was off the agenda for the two years no, no doubt about that but there was still travel allowed and it was actually for those that were travelling for necessary purpose, it was ne- even more important mm. to have travel insurance. So these companies were operating, they were selling travelling mm. policies and you recall, Andrea, I was in here, I don't know, maybe two and a half years ago and that precise issue came up. People saying, what am I covered for? Am I covered yeah. from Covid? What happens if I get it abroad? All that kind of thing. Look, the, details of the details are supposed to be fair and to the companies. Look, like,
2: I mean, if there's a
1: renewal. They, and they were providing a service and it comes down at the end of the day to the blessed terms and conditions. Mm. Those pa- The paperwork we tend not to read, we tend yeah. to scroll past, we tend to say accept, accept, just let me get this holiday sorted because you're thinking of the nice stuff. I know. And I know? look often and guilty of it myself. Yeah, you tend to book at last minute the, the, the holiday insurance indeed. element of it. And, and I, can, I know as many people who say, you know, I can't, that whole auto renewed thing drives me mad. As many people saying, thank goodness it auto-renewed because I'd forgotten all about it and I was I know. covered yeah, when it's Yeah, Well, look, came. that's the thing. So it, it, is is on all, us. It's, it, it is a tough one really. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the price has gone up but in fact it's leveled out now quite a lot so it is it is possible if you do need travel insurance Pat it's absolutely possible to get it for cheaper than that. Uh, it's not necessarily age related um, in that they don't underwrite for that until generally until you hit 70 uh, and then again at 80.
2: Okay Pat listen thanks a million for getting in touch with us about that. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com that's the email address uh, we're talking about um, well auto renewal and travel insurance. The other thing we're chatting about today not good Friday <laughs> but Black Friday <laughs> and spotting the genuine deals I know there's been lots of advice for consumers out there but I, I actually was in uh, one of the big um, stores myself over the weekend and you know there's so many signs out already yeah. about like such it's and become such become a black week hasn't it? Yeah, iPad is
1: at this price and yeah. laptop at this price but I mean like are you actually I'm, getting I'm, a genuine deal? Do you know what? I'm one of these deeply and innately suspicious people. When I see things, you know, 10% off, 100 quid discount, my immediate reaction is the shop needs to flog this before Christmas, right? Too much you, you are not going to get, you are not going to get the top edition, latest model, anything gadget at a discount. They don't need to do that. So this is invariably stuff that stores are trying to get rid of. And that's fine. Mm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The other suspicion I have is, how do you know? Now, there is legislation in place around advertising that uh, something has to be, ha- have been priced at the higher price for 28 Certain days period. before they can discount it. But you see, how do you know? And unless you do your checking in advance, you can't know. And then how do you enforce it? So if you're buying in on Black Friday, the thing to do is to check the price well in advance I know it's this week but well in advance and make sure that when the time comes and it says 20% discount they're not meaning 20% off what the price it was a year ago. Um, So buy carefully is always my motto and if you weren't going to buy it at full price Andrea it's not a bargain. OK. The, the other thing about uh, products coming
2: from the UK, though, Sinead, as well,
1: the now UK this, shops at Brexit. This is a huge one. I am still finding, I know Brexit was 2016, believe it or not, but a lot of the terms and the trade deals and all that have only hit in the last couple of years. So this may be the first time you're you're still shopping from the UK. Look, the rules have changed and not in our favour. Now, the first thing is VAT is now applicable on every single solitary item you buy for for at the full price okay there used to be a derogation mm. for for cheap products you get them VAT free that is no longer the case so this is part of the trade agreement we have but nevertheless VAT in Ireland on most goods is 23% it doesn't matter if you've paid VAT at the british price which is usually 20% you will still be charged at the higher rate now here is the kicker the stores in the UK don't have to apply that uh, on their websites. Now, the likes of Amazon is great at that because they they'll cop on your in IE, mm. they'll go to the checkout, they'll apply the VAT and and jobs fine. So you that see file. what the real price yes, of it is. But but lots of smaller retailers or boutique retailers they don't have to do that, so they charge you the price, delivery, whatever it is, you get it landed, and suddenly your trusty posties at the door looking for kind of 50 quid yeah, to deliver okay. it to you. Okay, So people need to be aware of that. They do need to be aware of that. And the other thing is that because of Brexit British stores are not under any obligation whatsoever to take your goods back. Under the EU legislation if you bought it online you can return it within 14 days of delivery for no reason. So it doesn't have to be damaged or anything like that. You can just send it back. But Britain is not obliged to follow that anymore. Lots of them do, but they don't have to. So just be super careful if you're buying like, you know, the days of buying kind of three dresses from ASOS in different colours, trying them on, sending two mm. the back. That's gone now. Oh, you okay. know, because That's you're going to, not only are you paying for it, but but it has to go back. Yes. Uh, and then the third thing about buying from Britain is that under the trade deal we now have with Brexit, unless the product is manufactured in Britain, not sold in Britain, manufactured there 51% of the components and more must be made there you're going to be charged for the duties from the country of origin so you might buy so you three different costs You do You do So you might buy a gadget which is coming from a UK high street retailer but it was made in China You're going to be charged as if it was You've got it in. From how China. do you know
2: that? how much of the components of it are going to be British-made? This is
1: the point. You have literally no you way won't. of knowing that. Okay. Uh, so it's really difficult. So unless it says one hundred percent British-made, and Ireland. you want it, buy in Ireland. Like you're not necessarily going to save by doing anything, or at least buy in the EU. Simple as that. Yeah. Okay. A quick one in from Dee as
2: well, just on Pat and the auto renewal and the travel insurance. Dee has texted in to say that the same thing happened to her with regards to travel insurance. She says, though, that she she's almost sure that the company did send her the opt-out text. Mm. So she asked them for the data access and they refunded
1: her straight away. They didn't want the hassle of going looking for it, I'd yeah, say. so there you yeah. go.
2: Simple as that. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch with us. Sinead Ryan, presenter of the Home Show. Sinead, thanks a million for joining us here for the uh, Consumer Corner.
0: Lunchtime live
2: with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.